Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Summer Breakfast on SEN. A cricket update for Hejaz Halal Financial Services. Is your money halal? Get halal home loans and investments with Hejaz Financial Services. Well, Australia will take a 1-0 lead over Pakistan in the next week's Boxing Day test after a commanding win in the first test in Perth. It was a 360-run victory inside four days, headlined by David Warner's stunning first-inning century. Nathan Lyon's 500th test wicket, Australian wicket-keeping legend and SEN Queensland's very own Ian Healy is with us. G'day, Heels. Thanks a lot for your time, mate. We appreciate it. No, no worries at all. Hey, this test had a lot of talking points coming in from, you know, uh, Usman Khawaja's stance, Warner v. Johnson, all that stuff. But a lot a lot of talking points to come out of it too. What are, The morning after, what do you take out of it, Hills? What are your takeaways? Oh, I just love this team. I think this Australian team's one of the best our country's ever had. Um, and they've just got everything covered. Um, and I agree with some of the talking points leading into match, in the match, um, but... That they've really stamped themselves as as a team that can take on any challenge and do very well, um, right from the word go when they won the toss and batted. Hills, there still seems to be an underlying, mm. you know, sentiment that hasn't fully embraced our Australian cricket team for all the success they've had. I I don't think they get the accolades they deserve. What, what do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think that's right. But that takes time, Scoop. You, you know, you were a really average bloke when you started your career, but geez, you mellowed nicely. Um, <laughs> Good. That didn't take long. I was waiting. <laughs> I, just, I just think uh, that takes time, right? And, and when they're about to do it, they got cranky in South Africa and tried, were about to do something really silly in South Africa. That set them back a long, long way. Um, but now their achievements are just stacking up, aren't they? They're winning the World Test Championship. They're winning World Cups. We we know how hard they are. Well, I don't because I never won one, but, but you, you did. And they're, they're hard. And these folks are doing a lot of good stuff and making it look pretty easy. Um, I just think it needs um, a little bit more time to reestablish themselves in our hearts. You know, the reaction to Mitch Marsh these days is, totally different to five years ago mm. you know they were doing they weren't you know even just be, even before sandpaper gate i'd reckon they they weren't quite you know mellow and humble enough for everyone's liking i would say but no, knowing them and they're, they're good blokes and always have been um it, it should have happened a bit quicker than this a, a former curator and we've all got to start somewhere but just joined the 500 club what do you make of nathan Lyon's yeah. evolution from then until now and what might still be ahead of him oh, he, he just offers this team so much um 
and then he got 500 wickets as well. Um, Wicket-taking wasn't his forte when he started, but, gee, he's developed nicely. He, you know, he was he was a real working class when he started, but he, allowed, but he still was pretty economical, um, and that allowed those fast bowlers to mm. operate with more freedom from the other end and still get the job done then. He's one of the best backward point, if you call him that, you know, cover patrollers, the game's ever had, the way he throws himself around the field and finally he got injured. Like, I can't believe he hasn't been injured before the way he's been in the field. And, and you know, then he contributes a little bit with, with the bat when need when absolutely needs to. And in the dressing room, he must be a legend for, for uh, Mike Hussey to give him the, the responsibility of singing the song. So he just gives this team so much. And, and I'm so happy for him that he's developed his bowling to great length you know he can spin it he can bounce it in bouncy conditions he bowls at the right pace when they're playing on the subcontinent for example and still a handful Mm. um he's just he's a very very well-rounded uh team man and i reckon david warner's probably very similar in that he's a well-rounded team man heels he sets the the game up for australia day one and he, he he i think fits that category we were initially talking about uh, a little earlier that it, still people won't cut, cut him any slack you know the, the the South African thing seems to be something that's that's just going to ride with him uh not only during his playing days but well beyond yeah it seems to be scuba i uh i agree um that 160 he made in the first innings won us a test uh, in Perth, um, it, it wasn't easy. I looked at it from afar on Thursday afternoon. I was I was at a Christmas party and I said, "Oh, gee, I wouldn't like to be Pakistan. That they are going to feel about a, a foot shorter than they actually are tomorrow afternoon." Not knowing how difficult the conditions were, and maybe Pakistan missed the trick in the first session, bowling too short. But he, I don't know of anyone else, you know, that can make 160 that quick in tough conditions. So I like. I like the way Michael Slater made tough second innings, batting conditions look. Mark Wall could make a mockery out of tough conditions. But David Warner was outstanding. Um, what I loved about him was his durability. We all know how fit he must be because he's maintained his pace um, between wickets. Um, I just uh, um, I just love the way that he kept, he kept going and his feet moved. You, you know, Now, this is the bit I agree about Mitchell Johnson and what he said. He said that, you know, why have a swan song? You, you know, your last three years hasn't been very good and, and now you're picking the way you can retire. But if he bats like that, he can he can go another year for mine until he doesn't want to play anymore. But, it, you know, that's what he's been missing in test cricket, that, that footwork and balance and real mm. bat speed when he needed it. Should he be man of the match, Heels, just as an aside? I, I would have put him man of the match. Who did get man of the match? Uh, um, Mitch Marsh. Right. Um, no, well, I mean, depends who who was selecting it, I suppose, and the eye they have for the game. But you know, when I found out how difficult those conditions were on day one, and yeah. they took a bit of a punt, and what the commentators had said pre-match about this pitch, oh, it'll be great for bowling. Um, 
I would be putting David Warner as man of the match here. Now, I know a lot has been made and said and discussed around uh, Perth's appetite for Test cricket in particular, or, or lack thereof. Now, I'm not sure what you make of this, but as a proud Queenslander, and for so long the Gabba was nailed on as the hosting uh, venue for the first Test, what, what did you make of the four days we saw over there? Um, I, I think it's a little bit volatile. You, you know, quite a risky pitch that you can get on the wrong side of a toss. Um, and even though it was moist and green on day one, they have real trouble mate, keeping that moisture in the pitch. And then it cracks up way too early. It cracks up on day three when, you know, it, the Aussies were having trouble, and the up and down bounce and, and hitting the body, taking a few on the body. And, you know, when you hear batsmen sort of say, well, you need a little bit of luck and, and you take a few on the body and you, you might get through. Now, that is day five stuff. Um, I just think uh, they've got to find a way to retain moisture in that pitch, maybe not put so much in first, and and retain moisture so that it's a more trustworthy surface. Um, I think the Gabba is a a wonderful... I I don't really... You know, I I think the Gabba is the most trustworthy surface you can start a season on. It, It bounces, it seems, it can swing if it's humid, and the spinners can bowl okay on it. And the batsmen make runs on it. So I just think um, Perth over the weekend was a little too volatile, probably for everyone's liking. Heels, um, going from Perth Test Match to Test Match cricket in general, is there going to be six or eight Test-playing nations in five years' time, or is there going to be three, Mm. possibly four? Well, um I think uh, it was a bit worrying that I heard uh, Todd Greenberg uh, had spoken on one of the coverages on the radio uh, this weekend saying the the next edition of the IPL is going to be very disrupted, disruptive to the Future Tours program. So, And everyone seems to think it's going to happen. This, this is going to happen where players will ask their IPL franchises for a knock statement, a no objection um, document to go and play test cricket. So it's going to reverse right around, too many people are saying. Um, So, uh, yeah, I think it will be a real test for a few nations whether they really want to play cricket and then they want to, you know, afford to play test cricket. Because you need a pathway, you need need, uh, good development, investment, and, um, you know, I'm thinking probably a top six maybe, Scoot, rather than, rather than top four. Let's try to keep it to as many as we can. And I think that's where people underestimate the, the effect of nations not playing test cricket. I mean, you, know, you, you talk of pathways. It, it'll affect the actual participation in cricket worldwide, which can't be good for the sport. No, it's, well, not as we know it, right? So we've just got to, uh, is, this, is the test version of our sport the one that people are voting with their feet to go and watch? You know, that Perth crowd didn't convince me that, that you know, and you think, well, okay, well, they get 50,000 to a big bash game. Maybe it's, maybe this isn't the format of the game that we, we should value as highly as we do in Australia. Um, so I just, and then do you base it on, do you base it on money all the time? You know, it's, it's the real skill in cricket to play that game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think, 
you know, there may be some work to do in this space that uh, to maintain pathways, to to uh, coach T20 cricket as well as uh, the other format uh, differently and to sort of prepare nations for the games they're going to bring. It's a, yeah, it's a really vexing situation that our boards will be um, sort of discussing, I bet. Now, Heels, before we let you go, you wore the gloves for Australia for a long, long time, kept to some of the finest bowlers Australia has ever produced who are capable of the extraordinary. Now, given I'm and sitting... Diamond. Yes, well, yes, exactly. But, you know, as, as he admits readily, he's the father of the slower ball and it was absolutely yeah. brilliant from time to time. And we talk about the Johnny Bracewell dismissal all the time. I mean, as someone who kept to Scoob, did you know when he was going to just lift that little index finger just a fraction and just confuse the bejesus out of the world's best batsman? Oh, not really. And, and I didn't have to because I still had time for it to come to me, you know, for it to deceive <laughs> me and for it to come through to me. Um, but no, That's no, true. it was, I, I quite often, I quite often state that we haven't got our slow balls as good as, you know, the mid 80s again. I think the slow balls five years ago were really good and deceptive, you know, pace off short balls, uh, loop, looping uh, shorter balls that go through to the keeper still. I, I just think we can get a little bit more deception. And I think our bowlers will. Uh, that's the next uh, ev- you know, next movement in cricket. Our, our bowlers will get a little bit more deception again. I think Scoob and Steve War and whoever whoever they taught about the, our looping slow balls um, had had the jump on the batsman. The batsman after that caught up. The bowlers then went to Yorkers better with the, the likes of McGrath and uh, the Pakistanis and the South Africans and the West Indies. So, and I think the batsmen are just ahead at the moment. So I think I'm expecting to see some deception come back into bowling um, and uh, and execution. That they're missing their mark mm. a little bit too much. Um, where you know the last ten year ten overs by our Australian team were so dependable. You know Simon, Steve Waugh, Craig McDermott, and his Yorkers and slow balls. Very very dependable and hard to get away at that stage. So I'd love to see our bowling attacks get back to that. Heels, always great to have your insights and uh, a Merry Christmas to you as well. Really appreciate your time this morning. You're welcome. Happy Christmas to you guys too. Heels. Yes. Sam appreciates your time a little more than I do. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, Goob. Look forward to catching up. See you, mate. That was our cricket update with Ian Healy. All thanks to Halal Home Loans Investments and superannuation with Hejaz. Uh, Let's get to this man.